0: Hello, 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 New Haven, and welcome back to Arts Respond on WHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven, the sister station to the New Haven Independent. Arts Respond is a collaboration among WMNHH and, uh, and the Arts Council of Greater New Haven, where I work, and I'm very, very excited today to be back with uh, Crane, or Kay, I almost just said Kay smith um, and... And Dr. Camelia Lawrence, uh, Camelia, Camelia, uh,
1: Camelia, like the flower. Thank you. Oh,
0: that's beautiful. I love flower names so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are talking about many things, including the upcoming annual Trailblazer and Scholarship Gala of the Jamaican American Connection. If you don't know, so you this should already be on your calendar. But if it's not on your calendar, it is on saturday september 23rd of this year which is coming right around the corner at the omni right yes um it's a good time i went last year i danced until i think my feet like (laughs) couldn't dance anymore um and and it's also a a really beautiful night of community of celebration uh and of, of honoring folks so i'm excited to have both of you on but before we get into the gala which of course we'll talk about cuz like it's gala season, right? It is gala season, yes. <laughs> a little bit. Um I see people in their like beautiful dresses and their I don't know, gorgeous jumpsuits and stuff like that. So, it we are officially in gala season. Um bef- before we talk about that, I want to talk a little bit for folks who are listening who I like I don't know if you've been under if they've been under a rock. Um but maybe they don't know about the work that JAC does. And To me, I really want to get the word out because sometimes I'll hear from someone, oh, I didn't know New Haven had a Caribbean festival, or I didn't know there was a group called the Jamaican-American Connection. So I'm wondering if we can start there.
2: Yeah, and and I've heard that, right? Um, So the Jamaican-American Connection started in 2010, and we started after a few years Of another organization dissolving and it took us a while and we realized that the community we needed our community we needed um each other we needed to be of support to each other we needed to be of resource to each other and so we formed in 2010 we became 501c3 entity in 2014 and so far we have um We've just been just keeping on the track of just getting our name out there and just being a backbone to to not just the Jamaican community, but to the Caribbean community as well.
0: Yeah. And there are sort of like two, I think of the Caribbean Heritage Festival, which is over the summer, and then the Trailblazer and Scholarship Gala as two like cornerstone events of what y'all do. And so I'm wondering if, if you can both talk about the heritage festival which has grown in some really beautiful ways uh and then of of course the gala and the work that that's supporting so we'll start with the festival i know that that like summer festival season is we're moving out of it and into gala season but um
2: Right. there's always something to do in new haven that's right that's right always um so the festival is in response to june being caribbean heritage month it's a national um um I wouldn't call it holiday, but it's a national recognition of the contributions of the Caribbean nationals in the United States. And so we decided that we needed to have our, you know, our voices at the table as well. And so we started the Caribbean Heritage Festival and um, we started at City Hall, then we went to Gulf Street. And now we've partnered with International Arts and Ideas, and we're now on the New Haven Green. So we have grown proud of ourselves. And um so for the for the gala this year, we actually um Dr. Lawrence is one of our most visible um member in the community because she's not only a phenomenal breast surgeon, mother, uh friend extraordinaire, but she gives back to the community. And so when we um we asked her do you mind being the gala chair? She just like, you know, says, sure. And, you know, and has been helping us and guiding us as to put on another successful gala this year.
0: I love that. Dr. Lawrence, let's go to you. I want to hear a little bit about the gala. And of course, also like why it is important to to you to give back to the community and, and where that begins with your own story as well. I love, I love a good story. So
1: I know I, I love a good story myself. So, you know, I will say as a a Jamaican American who transitioned to Connecticut and was in search of my cultural roots and particularly the cuisine that I was accustomed to, I was very fortunate and blessed to stumble across And the Jamaican American uh, connection, and I felt as if I found my roots. Here was an environment in which I was welcomed, and my both my personal and professional uh, careers were being nurtured uh, simultaneously. Uh, Jamaicans are known for uniting and pulling together. You know, our infamous little logo is, you know, I mean, it's a relatively small island, but we are known to put our best foot forward in whatever we do. And I think that's what um, the Jamaican-American connection re- represents within uh, the Greater New Haven community and beyond. And, you know, this is It's all due to the visionary efforts of Karine. I know she doesn't give herself much credit, but she's kind of the cornerstone, the pillar of this organization, and also the the glue that keeps us all together and keep us focused at the task at hand, which always centers uh, the community and what's in the best interest of the community. So when the ask was made regarding the upcoming Trailblazers Scholarship, I had to say yes. There was no way I could have said no because this event traditionally honors two of trailblazers within our community. And I think it's so important for our kids in particular to have role models. These are folks who have done exceptionally well, who have had great challenges in their lives that they have overcome and uh, they're role models. So our kids need to see those folks highlighted. Um, So I'm very happy to support this event. In addition, it creates doors of opportunities. A big part of this organization is scholarship funding for uh, students who may have otherwise not be able to afford to attend uh, post-secondary school education. We're trying to make those dreams a reality. You know, growing up, I have very humble beginnings. So um, opportunities and causes such as this do, do appeal to me um, because I still remember, you know, my dad would always say education is a great equalizer. Um, So I grew up in a household where we didn't have much in terms of wealth, but there was a strong emphasis on a solid education. Uh, There was emphasis on hard work. Um, So I'm really enjoying this role, and I am grateful for the opportunity to partner uh, with the Jamaican-American Connection to make this upcoming gala a very successful event. And we still have a few tickets left. So if there's anyone who's interested in attending the gala, uh, please purchase your ticket today or... Uh, by tomorrow uh, so that you can be accommodated for the event.
0: I also want to ask about how how being uh, such an active member of the Jamaican-American connection dovetails with every other part of your life. You're also a mother. You're an amazing breast surgeon, which I'm so happy that Kay mentioned. Um, and you, I think it was last year. It may have been two years ago. I don't know. I find time very porous right now. <laughs> um, but uh, we're in part of an exhibition that mm-hmm. was largely members of the Jamaican American connection, and also women in healthcare, and mm-hmm. and Black women in healthcare, and and sort of lifting that up in the mm-hmm. community. And so I'd I'd love to hear, you know, how this is. And I know that you and I spoke last summer about also the importance of having a, a space to be in community with other people. Yeah especially with other women, although there are men who are active in, in the Jamaican-American connection and we love them. Andrew Clark, we love you, especially who is like the resident MC and always brings the party.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, absolutely. You know, in my profession, it's a very, uh, sometimes be very stressful. I enjoy what I do, but more, you know, there are days when it's a really heavy lift. You're dealing with people who are facing a cancer diagnosis and they, objective is to help them cross this hurdle in render, rendering the patients uh, disease-free. And sometimes, you know, most times we're able to do so, but you're not always able to do so. So it can be a heavy lift. So I think of the Jamaican-American connection for me and the the sisterhood that I share with the other members, it's it's a way to fill my cup. It's where I go to rejuvenate. It's where I go to be revitalized and to be re-energized. That gives me the tools and the emotional bandwidth that I need to continue with the work that I have um, on my plate. Um, they're also an organization that's very much interested in the health and well-being of their community. I was in particular impressed during the COVID-19 pandemic that they were on the forefront. They were out part. With other health organizations to make sure the COVID nineteen vaccine was accessible to members within our community and beyond. I still remember being in New Haven on the street holding posters, you know, from the Jamaican American Connection, you know, summoning summoning folks to you know to come in and get their vaccine because, as you know, our communities were disproportionately impacted uh, by the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. So it all aligns for me in terms of an opportunity to give back to the to the community, but I will. I will tell you, in honesty, I think I've received much more than I have given to the organization.
0: That's very beautiful. Um, and and I also would love to talk a little bit about this year's honorees. So uh we have a keynote address or address coming from Lisa Hanna. And then honorees include Wendy Clark and Andrew Crumby. And I I would love to know, you know. Uh, sometimes the honorees are artists. Sometimes they're folks who have spoken out. Sometimes they're cultural emissaries. You could argue that uh, anyone can be a cultural emissary. Yeah.
1: If <laughs> I think they to. both are, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. And mm. and so I would love to talk about how you came to to these honorees, and you know how you're feeling. were are uh, eight days away, seven and a half days away. Not to mm-hmm. scare anyone, but
1: yeah. Well, you know, there were fortunate, there were so many great picks. You know, there are so many folks that have that are visionary and pioneers within our community that we could choose from. But Andrew, uh, Attorney Crumby, and Attorney Clark stood out because of their. Uh, advocacy work within the community, their philanthropic work, their willingness to pay forward and to give back to the community as a whole, and I, I strongly uh, voted when it came time to vote. <laughs> I strongly endorsed uh, both candidates because I think it's important uh, for them to be recognized and for us to recognize those among us who are helping to build bridges, who are helping to create opportunities, and who are helping to build a better and a brighter future. For everyone, not just those within the Jamaican-American community, but as a country as a whole, they are visionary to pull and to move us all forward in unison.
0: And how does it feel being on the, you know, the cusp of the festival? <laughs> so, sorry, not not the festival, the gala.
2: The gala. Stress. gala
0: in my, in my <laughs> mind, it is a festival.
2: Right. Because, you know, after all the formalities, the beautiful thing is. Um, I think it's, it's, it's the part coming together with music and dancing and friendship. So yes, right now we're a bit on eggshells because, you know, as in any event, the planning is, you know, stressful, but we are really looking forward to the experience of being at one of our galas, you know, um. We just did our tasting at the Omni so that we know the food is gonna be on point. Um, DJ Fire, he is phenomenal. He creates the whole um, ambiance for us with the lighting and the screens and all of those things. And our members are ready to welcome our guests and you know give them that ultimate uh Caribbean yard style welcome. you know We're just gonna be like, oh welcome. You know, you
1: know, get Lucy, comfortable. Yeah, absolutely, Lisa. Um, Lucy, I see it as a fellowship. You know, they can expect the the signature Jamaican hospitality welcome, and it's going to be a grand time. Um, we know how to have a good time. It's clean fun, um, and it's good given all the stressors that we have dealt with post COVID nineteen. Uh, pandemic, what we realized is some of the things that we took for granted, such as being able to congregate in the same space, <laughs> the ability for that human connection was disrupted in a way that has never been before. I see this as a unique opportunity that will be much more appreciated, given we've had that deficiency during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. So it's going to be a great time. I, guess,
0: I- do want to, oh, Sorry. Oh no! And i and I think you may have rotated your phone. Okay. I, I,
2: I didn't even touch it. Like,
1: okay, oh, we no. don't upside don't...
2: down. Yeah, we're
0: like the sun, which I like your
2: face every way. So
1: yeah, there you go. That's much better.
2: So <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay. okay. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Um, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> Harry wanted it to landscape, but anyway, um, we are actually bringing in um, Lisa Hannah from Jamaica to be our keynote. And she was supposed to be in our keynote from uh, 2020. However, we got interrupted and promise fulfilled, she will be here at the gala. Um, Lisa is a uh, politician in Jamaica, but she was also, and a philanthropist, a columnist. Cause you know, as any woman, nobody has one thing, right? <laughs> we are multifaceted. And she was also one of the most beautiful women in the world. She was crowned Miss World 1993. And so we're happy to have her here.
0: Hello?
2: Do, oh, oh,
0: Oh yeah. I I was just muted. I, I do also want to ask about the food. Because I know that last year you said something like it was the first time that the Omni had been... Um, Asked to make certain things, and the food was amazing. And I will say, having attended many events at the Omni, that's not always, uh, that's not always the case. Maybe, um, but it it was like it was.
1: You're banned from the Omni now. I know I'm banned you in public. They they banned
0: me. (laughs) Um, the I I will say the, yeah, or or like, I I will amend that. Um, sometimes it's just a plate of vegetables, and I've been like, but I need some protein. (laughs) so so i'm I'm wondering if we can talk about that because i I, Kay i remember you specifically saying like this is a new menu for them Mm
2: -hmm. yes so so one of the things i think that most people don't realize about the omni is that the omni does give you the option to Mm -hmm. personalize your your um your menu so my, my mailman is at the door you can't just leave it sorry yeah personalize personalize your um your menu and they will help you to create it for whatever event that you choose to and so yeah so that's what we choose to do versus getting a banquet menu because um we wanted people to have that experience and the food was very important to us as a part of the experience. So yes, so Chef Brian, we we basically work with him. And like I said, we just had our our tasting and he's on point. He is ready to
1: do it again deliver right (laughs) yeah well food is such an integral part of our culture and and how how we communicate with each other and how we fellowship so if the dish is not what they anticipated you know what does not meet the expectations, i I think we'll hear about it so karen has invested a fair (laughs) bit of time in ensuring that it is authentic it's delicious it's reflective of her culture and um it should it's gonna be good. I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to a great dinner myself, Lucy.
0: <laughs> and I I want to make sure, Dr. Lawrence, because I know that you have to go at 30 past, um, mm-hmm. because you wear many hats and one of them is being a mom.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> perhaps the most important job. But um uh so I, I just want to say, you know, for you, like how are you, how are you feeling? What are you most looking forward to as as we enter this, you know, we're a week away at this point.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just looking forward to honoring the honorees, the trailblazers. There, there are two people who I know very well in my circle who I, I'm very happy to see. You know that they're being lifted up and being recognized for their enormous contribution uh, to our community. I'm also looking forward to just meeting everyone i think we're going to have some new faces uh this year attending the the event we've grown um so i'm just looking forward to a, a good a great experience um one of networking um hoping to build new bridges and um to build on future uh, Gala uh, events and the other events within the organization uh, that are coming up. I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge our presenting sponsor, which is Liberty Bank, who have really stepped up. Uh, They are known for their community uh, work. It's a bank that's within our state. They are intimately involved with all the community endeavors that they possibly can. And they've joyfully stepped up as present presenting sponsor. And we are truly appreciative of the financial support because, as you know, none of this can come together without <laughs> without money. Um, so having great sponsors and, you know, there's several other sponsors or too many to list right now. We'll acknowledge them at the gala event. But I really want to recognize Liberty Bank for uh, being our presenting sponsor uh, this year.
0: Thank you so much. I so appreciate you, and uh, and I look forward to seeing you and writing all about it in yes. a week.
1: <laughs> yes, um, absolutely.
0: You know, yeah. Crane. I want to ask you as well. I I also want to get into story because I know that you have an amazing story, um, including being a small business owner in in New Haven, which is a really important part of your story. Um, but I also want to ask you. You know, I, I have seen in the past probably five years. Um, with COVID, I'm so glad, Dr. Lawrence, that you brought up how active the Jamaican American connection was in working to stem the tide of COVID, both COVID cases and and then also to get the word out about vaccines. I remember seeing a vaccination tent at <laughs> the I think it was the 2021 festival in Gough Street Park.
2: Yes, yep. yeah. yeah,
0: I really am not sure what time is anymore, but um, <laughs> but. But I do think like the, it's been really beautiful to watch the festival and the Jamaican-American Connection and the Trailblazer Gala grow its footprint in a way that is intentionally partnering with folks in the community, such as the Schubert, such as the International Festival of Arts and Ideas, among many, many others. And I would love to hear a little bit more about that, because that growth seems like something that is still somewhat new and very much evolving.
2: Yeah because one of the things we realize is that we can't do everything by ourselves and so it's always good to have good partners right because the more the the more hands you have on deck the lighter the work is for all the organizations involved and so we are happy to jump in and be a part of in in however small or big way that we possibly can. So, yeah,
0: I'm, I would love to know if um, if you or both of you have also seen that go that relationship go both ways. You know, for instance, last year. No, this year time uh, <laughs> is in June. We had the National Dance Theater of Jamaica Mm performance at the Schubert. And if people don't understand what a big deal that is, let me stress what a big deal that is. It was their first performance in Connecticut, I think in two decades, was their first performance at the Schubert ever. They had been Mm -hmm. at the Bushnell previously. And it's a really big deal. Um, And to have been able to set. So um, I I remember I worked very closely with this young lady. She's a student at co-op school she's also jamaican american herself and for her to go and to experience this was like a it was transformative it was life-changing for her and so i'm wondering about that like the role of the jamaican american connection and also sparking those cultural conversations that we know are happening around new haven and around connecticut
1: so important right very important and i I just want to Want to say I, I will say that whole idea is born out of Karine's visionary efforts again. You know she sits on the the board of directors for the Schubert. She understands the needs of the community. She's very much in touch uh, with the community to understand the needs. So she was the the engineer behind the the vision of bringing the national Jamaican National Dance Theater right here to our local community that allows us to be able to to enjoy that that experience. So I'll let her comment uh, further, but I just wanted to acknowledge her her role in making that a reality for us.
2: Yeah, but one of the things, Lucy, is also when we partner, like Anthony McDonald at the Schubert, the executive director of the Schubert, when he came on board, um, it was like he had a vision for the, um, the Schubert's responsibility to the community of New Haven. And having the Schubert stage reflect the community was extremely important to him. And so being on the board, having a voice, having other board members supporting, we were able to bring the National Dance Theater Company to New Haven. Group effort, collective work, you know? And so that's what is important.
0: Well, I also want to hear from you, you know, that like what keeps you coming back to do this work? Because I know that you, you put like your whole self into it uh, and and we don't like, I, I don't think folks always understand to make um, an American connection. And another group that I see is kind of running parallel PRU, Puerto Ricans United. Um, these are volunteer efforts. Like, mm-hmm. no one is paying you a whole separate paycheck to do this work. No. <laughs> um, and you are doing this on top of a whole full-time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, also both of you have families, which is a whole other full-time job that women are just not compensated for in this country, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and so what keeps you coming back to it year after year?
2: I think it's a responsibility. I think I took it as a responsibility. Camelia, where well, you take yours, because Camelia is equally as busy. <laughs> and I'm going to pop in. Camelia just made history as being the first African American woman um, ringmaster at P.T. Barnum. <laughs> and I mean, it's a big deal. And I mean, just you, so I think we do this because we have no choice. Um, one of Jamaica's motto is doing our part to help advance the welfare of the whole human race. And those were some of the things that we had to recite growing up. And so maybe we just feel like, you know, if each one does their part, we will be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's a sense of responsibility, as Kay mentioned. I know in particularly for me as a mother, I always think about what will my legacy be? And for me, if I can leave this earth a little bit better than I found it, uh, create a much better loving environment for my two children, then it's a mission accomplished. And I'm the benefactor of so many uh, charitable uh, deeds from folks from all walks of life, including perfect strangers at times that have helped me cross very treacherous bridges and, and troubled waters. So I feel as it's, it's an opportunity to pay for it, to give it back. And it brings me a sense of fulfillment. It gives me a sense of purpose. And that's how I'm tied into my community. That's how I'm tied into humanity. It's being able to see the humanity in every single person that I come across, allows me to blossom as my own person and be able to freely give back.
2: um, I
0: was going to say, I love that. and both of you, I will say, certainly practice that in so, like in so many ways in the community. Um, you know, Dr. Lawrence, I have not talked to your patients, obviously, because HIPAA is a real thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kay, I have talked to some of the women who have come to you, come to your salon. Here's Kay. And, um, and talk to them about how important the space is, not just as like a cos- cosmetic space, um but but as a social space and often as a sanctuary for them where they feel like they can just completely be their true selves and also exp- express their true selves so so i appreciate that so i i want folks to know if they're listening to this and they think oh my god i haven't gotten my ticket for the gala what am i doing with my life i have to be there on <laughs> september 23rd how can they how can they get their ticket how can they get involved if they think this is an organization that sounds like it really aligns with my mission? Um, And how can they find you on all of the all of the platforms?
1: Yeah, you know, we have a uh, there's a website, www.jacknewhaven.org will allow you to register for the event. As I mentioned, time is running out. So if you're planning to attend today, please buy your ticket between today and tomorrow. We have a LinkedIn profile. We are on Instagram. We are also on Facebook. Um, We welcome all members. You don't have to be of Jamaican American heritage joined the organization you just have to share our common goal and mission and be able to help work collectively for the advancement of our community and our membership application is available online that you can complete uh, and someone will follow up with you i'll let Kay add anything else that she wants to uh, add
2: no i think you did it you did great camellia <laughs>
1: <laughs> Covering it all but um the, the big push next weekend is the gala um, it's to also represent an opportunity to learn about the organization. You know, it's it's a way to join us in in real time and to see exactly what we're about and how we get things done and how we fellowship together as an organization. Um, so it would be great. Well,
2: yes,
0: I, I want to thank both of you so much for coming on Arts Respond on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, New Haven the last question I always have, and I feel like this dovetails a little bit with the conversation we've been having is, um, how do you also care for yourselves? And maybe part of it is being in fellowship with people at JAC, but I imagine that you also maybe need a little you time. I also know that like parents don't get you time. It's not a thing,
1: but
2: <laughs> I know well um... I'm, I I I think I'm a little bit um advanced than Camelia. I am an empty nester. So um yeah, I do get some me time. Um my me time is just re- really truly being home. The phone is off and just take time, massages, pilates, walks, you know. Yeah. Just 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 be still sometimes. Yeah.
1: For me, Lucy is sitting in stillness. I enjoy meditating uh, sometimes and being able to be centered. Um, I do enjoy long walks, hiking in particular, and um, a good massage whenever time (laughs) permits. (laughs) I never turn down an opportunity for a good massage. (laughs) So those are the ways in which I, you know, self-care, so to speak.
0: I love that. Well, I wish both of you, much stillness and many massages in the near future. (laughs) Um, And thank you both so much, Dr. Camelia Lawrence and Corrine Holness for coming on Arts Respond on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Also a big thank you as always to Harry Droz who is running the controls and making it happen behind the scenes. Harry, we couldn't do any of this without you. And so we appreciate you. I, I was going to say run, don't walk, but that's able us to to get your tickets to the gala. Um, but do visit jacnewhaven.org. If you want to get fancy, just slash backslash, no, forward slash annual gala. Um, and buy your tickets. They go to a great cause. I will see y'all in a week.
1: Thank yes. You. C- Thank y- you so much. Yes. Thanks for your commitment. Thanks for your willingness to include us in everything that you do in terms of helping to get the word out and a message about your organization you have been tremendously instrumental in helping us do so and we appreciate it
0: oh i well i love the work you do and i think that <laughs> new haven is the cultural like undoubtedly the cultural capital of connecticut and one <laughs> of the reasons it is is because of the work that you do so thank you very much and have a beautiful
2: weekend
1: thank hey, you kid. okay
0: well, bye-bye Bye.